Welcome to Word on the Way, Church of the Cross's daily reading podcast. COTC is an Anglican church in and for Northeast Dawson, rooted in Scripture, guided by ancient practices, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes will feature a reading of Scripture appointed for today, a short reflection on it from a member of our community, and prayer informed by the passage. Our hope is that in these moments you will encounter Jesus, the Living Word. This is Gary Wong from Church of the Cross, Austin, and the reading for today is 1 Peter 1-21. through Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though for a while now, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets, who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you, when they spoke of the things that have now been told to you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you have had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who is called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, Live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed for the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope 
are in God. The word of the Lord. Peter starts this letter by addressing the recipients who are foreigners located in a foreign land. For me personally, there are so many ways that it's clear Peter is speaking to me and to us as believers. To be quite honest, there are parts of this letter that are easy for me to take in and take to heart, and other parts that make me quite uncomfortable. So I'm thankful to share some of my reflections upon this passage with you here. As the son of an immigrant family, I was raised in a non-Christian home. Now, unless you're Native American, at some point in your history, you and your family can relate to at least half of this statement I just made. Our families came to this country to have a better life, and for us, their children, to have what they could not have. In my particular culture, there was nothing more important than the hope that their children could become more successful than they were. This was defined as success in the classroom, and probably even more importantly, financial success. This would, of course, naturally parlay into happiness. But in this passage, Peter quickly tells us that this inheritance we were hoping for, this success we were supposed to be striving to achieve, is a little misguided. He says in verse 3 and 4 that the treasures we should be trying to find will never spoil or fade, and that they are certainly not useful to buy things with. He further tells us in verse 9 that our ultimate reward is our soul's salvation. To this point in the passage, as Christians, we can probably all fully get behind and agree with what the gospel is offering us here. So we're a little off base, so we can see it's worth trading in our notions of treasure for an even better treasure. And for us Americans that don't have any theological training, there's this little part about persecution that's easier for us to skip. But then Peter hits us with the second part of our reading. Verse 3 is preceded by the heading, Be Holy. In verse 14, it says, Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. I don't know about you, but I immediately start looking for other translations. Because maybe somewhere it says, Try to be holy. Or maybe, Set up small steps towards holiness. Or maybe we can find... A heading somewhere like establishing patterns and in inching towards holy. But instead, the passage is super blunt. It says, be holy. And to make things even more difficult, the passage continues to say that we should be fully sober, fully alert, and self-controlled. This is the ultimate challenge for us because maybe this is suggesting that everything we've been working for, our dreams and goals, weren't just slightly off target. Maybe we're pointed completely in the wrong direction. This letter from Peter implies that maybe all the things we've wanted apart from holiness are completely immaterial at the end of the day. Peter here tells us very directly, with unmistakable clarity, that we are commanded to be holy. In my utmost for his highest, Oswald Chambers writes, God has only one intended destiny for mankind, holiness. His only goal is to produce saints. God is not some eternal blessing machine for people to use, and he did not come to save us out of pity. 
He came to save us because he created us to be holy. My friends at Church of the Cross, let's commit to encouraging one another towards a new goal this season. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray during these unsettling times that we would recognize that we're all foreigners in a foreign land, that we embrace our discomfort and exclusion to see that we are set apart for a new home and inclusion in a place that is not here on earth. We pray that we would take this opportunity to reevaluate what it is we do and why. And we pray to find you, Jesus, as our one living goal. You paved this way for us at a cost we'll never truly understand. But we do trust that we can find holiness, not with our fleeting strength, but with yours. To the praise of your glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out cotcaustin.org to learn more about our community or to connect with us further. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.